What's your price to be trapped on a lush desert island for two years or to spend a night in a cemetery or to yell Wakanda forever every time you make a little toot? Let's find out. Toot that flute and make some soup. It's time to play Human Values, your weekly stop for logical debates about illogical questions. Here to give each hypothetical, the dialectical, put the O in comedy game show and tug on that lobe when you're traveling the globe. We're your hosts, Aaron Ruben Corny. And Lindsay Hicks. And also joining us today is a very special guest, comedian Shay Dorena. Lindsay, you ready to roll those marbles? Oh, I am hungry for a bean salad. Let's start the parade. Here we go. I have to say, Che, I'm a bit of a fan of your TikToks. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. You've got some fire talks. I've had a few a few viral moments, I will say. It's been exciting. Uh, it's been good just to be able to build the platform and have it kind of open doors in a lot of different ways. That's what I'm really excited about. Yeah, that's, I mean, you're doing you're doing all the right things and you're doing stand-up in New York now. Are you going to come out to LA ever? I was in LA a few weeks ago. I had some shows in like the surrounding areas. I had a uh, show in Irvine. Nice. Where else that's close by? Ontario and Oxnard. I did shows at all those you did the improv. improvs. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I did all those improvs. And then I spent a week in LA and I did a few gigs around town and a buddy of mine who's passed at the comedy store like took me there and then I got to kind of like see the rooms and like bounce around. I didn't get to do any stage time or anything, but it was very cool to just like kind of hang out. Yeah. So for any listeners that don't know what it means when a stand-up is passed, could you explain what that means? Oh, yeah. So like basically a uh, past means you're like on the roster with a club. So like like you get spots at the club, you can work at the club, you're the booker, you're the booker books you. So there is a booker who books all the acts for the club. And you're in with the booker, you're like, I wouldn't say you're signed because there's no like contractual obligation or anything. But you are now working at the club, or some would say a paid regular, that is the change. And what a lot of people don't know about me is that I've actually been doing stand up for like 10 years, I only started doing TikToks and stuff uh, to make more people come out to shows and like stand I've been a grinding multi show a night stand up for uh, almost a decade now. That's amazing. So you properly put the horse before the cart, but then the cart got all the attention. <laughs> yeah, like I I mean, when I started doing stand up, uh, there, there definitely was a social media presence, but not like now, like 10 years ago, there was like you have your Instagram and stuff, but there wasn't there wasn't even like TikTok style content. I mean, Vine kind of came and went. Is it coming back, though? Isn't that like a conversation that's being had now? It's like what's his name? Musk tweeted that he's like should i bring back vine and everyone was like oh yeah yeah yeah." because vine was a product of twitter but the boat is sailed like if twitter wants to do that kind of content or kind of introduce that kind of functionality within their app like i think there's a platform for it because all the other big platforms have done it like youtube instagram there's all versions of that everywhere so they could potentially get it to work, but uh, uh, I don't know. He's talking about charging for uh, for your verification and stuff. And there, me and my friend were talking about this Reddit competitor that existed before Reddit and was like outpacing Reddit like crazy. And they failed when they started implementing pricing to like have your stuff upvoted and stuff more. Then that's when the, the website died. Twitter is in a bit of a anything could happen. I, it feels very chaotic. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's firing all these people. He's like t- going to try and change so much. But, you know, it's also people people love Twitter. 
Like the people that oh, love yeah, Twitter yeah. love Twitter. So I can't imagine there'd be much that would get them off except for maybe charging them to keep their blue check. I also saw on yeah. Twitter, I went on it for a, for a little bit the other day to be like, is anything different? Cause I usually don't go on it. Cause it makes me so sad and like angry and too many, too many intense feelings when I go on the, tw- on the tweeter. Have you been straying away from we rate dogs, Lindsay? You're not supposed to stray from we rate dogs. We've talked about this. I know that's my only permitted Twitter account, Yeah, but I saw a bunch of people on there that I had f- been following were like, okay, I'm not going to be on Twitter anymore. Bye. Like a lot of like farewell. Yeah, no, I know a few people have left uh i'm like i'm not a twitter guy i'm not a reddit guy those are like the reading platforms and uh, your guy's not reading a lot (laughs) now i'm reading hard reading hard reading long really reading make me sleepy so i'm very much into anything that's like pictures videos like someone getting hit in the nuts give me that as much as possible we love a nut hit (laughs) pinky in the air oh that's the spicy spicy yeah That's really what's going to get me hooked. You didn't know this, by the way, but our show is actually, we always try and figure out a way to get the guests to talk about getting hit in the nuts within the first 10 minutes. So, oh, is that an actual thing? Yeah. Lindsay, you owe me 10 bucks. I know. I'll get, I'll, I got you. I got you, dude. I'm doing a bit, but I think I'm just doing it for me because no one else is laughing. Oh, no. I would have been like, that'd be sick if that's yeah. an actual theme <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> How and quick, the quickly can we get it? The secret word is nutsack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What would that be if that was a social media app? If there was like a social media app, the next fire one is called Nutsack. What is the what is the content on there? It's just like nut hits, right? Is it? Or is it like Nutsack could be like I like I want to imagine it's like geotagging videos of squirrels and other animals that harvest nuts. Nutsack for me feels like a dating app of sorts. Like it's like maybe you you create your <laughs> you have your nutsack. And it's like an accumulation of things that you like off of other social platforms, which gives you a little bit more of a base of a personality. And then so people look into your nutsack and they see what you like. And then if there's any things that line up, you guys like the same things. It's like, oh, he likes this video and that video. He likes doing that stuff. And maybe no pictures, only like things that you like. Oh, so it's like you're a nut. Oh, it's called Nutsack, the sexy grab bag. Well, one photo. And we both know we all know what the photo is, right? Are you talking about a taint? Are you saying a taint? I'm talking balls, Lindsay. Oh, okay. Oh, cock and balls. The cock and ball combo is called the crumb. Is this a men only? No, you can find balls. Okay, great. You are a socially savvy woman. I'm sure that unsolicited balls make their way into every inbox of everyone. It's not so much the ball pics that I get. That's a bold move. I have a, I have a joke about how, uh, how women can take better nudes because they can segment their nudity better. Because dudes can't, like, if a girl sends you a picture of boobs, you can't send her back a picture of just balls. Like, you, you do, you're not on the same playing field. Nope. No, no. It's like, really, guys have one move. And it's like, you can give them maybe some torso and then dick. It's like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I like a man nipple shot. A man nipple shot? You go for a two shot or you like a one ski? I like a one ski. I don't want to see two. Two is too effeminate, but one man nip is like mask and hot. One okay, I didn't know this. This is I'm, I'm logging this now. It's going deep <laughs> into my like nude taking repertoire because I didn't know that was something that I could add with like some pit cleavage, like armpit cleavage Ooh. in a single nip. Really gets me going. A little nip in a pit. Mm-hmm. Well, talking about the pits, I don't want anyone to feel in the pits about the fact that we haven't started the game yet. So maybe we should just grab that stick shift and whoop shift into gear and you want to play a little human values let's play human values 
The rules are pretty simple. We're going to have three questions that Lindsay is taking a golf ball clubby thing and teeing out. Mm -hmm. And that was awful. And, you know, they're all they're all what's your price questions to do different things. But the real the real root of the stem is that it's not how much you would be paid to do the task. It's what's the least amount you would have to be paid to do the task. So that's where it gets a little tricky. And then we'll also look at what the audience had to say. We collect everyone's submissions and we pull people in advance. Little plug, go to humanvaluespodcast.com if you want to play along. But a lot of people sent their info there. So we'll do some highlights as well from listener prices. Okay. Okay. I like this. But if you don't mind being trapped with us right here, then maybe Lindsay can trap her keeper. Another miss, I'm going to say on that one. Like, I'm that no, one, no, no, that, like, no, no, crumb no. went right over my head. Bullseye. <laughs> Bullseye. Okay, here's, here's question number one. What is your price to be trapped on a lush desert island for two years? You may bring three items purchased at Target with you. Oh, three items purchased at Target. You're there for two years, two full years. I'm there for two years. Two years is a long time. That's a very long time. But how lush are we talking? Is there a freshwater element? Let's pretend that it's like a, an acceptable island, right? You're gonna your your biggest risk is learning to hunt and staying sane. I would say, and maybe the tropical elements, right? Like some hurricanes. But let's say there's freshwater. Yeah, like I'll probably have to build shelter, have to make fire, gotta stay warm. There was a guy who was trapped on an island, and I remember he said one of the biggest problems was rats. The rats would attack him at night. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, yeah, there was rats on the island and rats would like come and nip at him at night. That was one of the, the biggest issues. And so he had to like learn really good about where to put fire. And then he also had to l went like into the jungle because there was like small cats in the in more into the jungle and they would eat the rats that would protect him. But then he was also at risk of other animals attacking him. Mm. And then there's also bugs. You might get like a bot fly laying something under your skin or something like that. You do not want to see that. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, you don't want to see that. But you'll you'll get good at removing those kind of things. You'll like burn it out or whatever you got to do. This, these are all skills you pick up. But it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard life. And I think the insanity part is, is probably one of the things you'll be at risk of the most. Because I've never really looked into how these people ask, act after they come back. But they're, you're, you got to be a little messed up. It's going to be hard to date and stuff after. <laughs> to date yeah that's a, it's a lot of trauma also like i would imagine that like your skin would never be the same after lots of sun damage mm. your eyes after that amount like if unless you a good pair of sunglasses might be a good thing to bring from target because oh. prolonged exposure to those rays is going to fuck the old eyes up that's true get like tennis glasses like the ones that are not flattering but they have the strap around your face mm -hmm. so you don't drop them because if you crack those suckers oh boy or at least a good hat Ooh, like a visor? Yes, perhaps. I feel like I, for some reason, I really want a jar. I want something to hold stuff in. I feel like there's going to be no types of containers, no types of fucking things to carry liquid around. I feel like a jar is going to be great. Fucking jar. Give me a jar. Plastic jar. It's got to be plastic. Big, one of those like big ass water bottles. Plastic? Why Why plastic over glass? Just so it's stronger? Glass, you got to break it. Let's like, let's be honest. This That thing's going to, I'm there for two years. You talking about like a, like a Nalgene? Yeah. I want something that's going to be like fucking, it's durable. It'll last a long time. Maybe with something that can hold like a gallon and I can be fucking going on a little adventure with it. Yeah. You go, you just let it trickle underneath that waterfall. 
for exactly. a minute that from that fresh water situation or you don't even have to waterfall you can get like a like a big fern leaf and at night let the 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 dew the morning dew collect on a leaf and it just trickles down a little funnel oh you're talking about drinking only morning dew for two years hey you know it's what i do that's what i do <laughs> that's hey that's what i do Aaron, i think you've had that nalgene bottle since i've known you which is about five years look at how long it's lasting that's what i'm saying two stray thoughts that came to mind one Thank you for talking about my Nalgene bottle on air. I've been wanting it to get some attention. Um, I've been wanting it to become a public figure. So this is one step. The first time I ever bought a Nalgene was in college, junior year. And I remember vividly, hold on. I remember vividly, I was dating somebody who was really obsessed with Nalgene's and she got me into Nalgene's. And I remember I bought one and I was so fucking thrilled to own a Nalgene and I filled it up with water and I stepped outside and I remember I dropped it on the ground and it exploded. It cracked your first Nalgene. So somehow the force of gravity with a full Nalgene of water shattered it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. Heartbreaking. And then the second thought that came to mind was those rats must have been from pirate ships that stopped there in the middle of the ocean. I would assume. I used to work for a top 10 channel on YouTube and I had to look up a lot of like weird, strange facts like that. And I think I did stranded people on islands, like top 10 people who survived longest on islands or something like that. And that's the only reason I know that stuff. But I would also, I think I'm bringing a comforter. We're bringing a comforter, some sort of blanket, like being warm, very important part. That thing's going to wear down. So important. I'll get a few months out of that bad boy. But we only get three items. Your list so far is container, comforter. Yeah, yeah. And then also that comforter, like I can rip it apart afterwards. I can stitch it in different things. I can use it as something to carry stuff. Like it's going to be like a, like a bag over the shoulder type situation. A sort of headband um maybe you can fashion yourself a pair of pants from it or a cape yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely absolutely for the crazy part like a year and a half in when you go crazy you're gonna want a cape yeah, yeah, yeah. you want a cape you want some sort of wilson type thing i could like maybe like weave into a little uh voodoo doll type situation and talk to it and it can be my only friend mm, i think i would want like some piece of electronics, maybe like an alarm clock or something. Now, I can't plug it anywhere, but I think it would give me hope. I would just remember that there's a world on the outside. That there's time. Yeah. And then I would just have this thing and be like, you know, when I look at that, I remember where I'm going to. It's like two years. I got two years here and I look at the alarm clock and I go, OK, don't forget. Don't forget. That's your anchor back to civilization and your mentality being locked in the ground. That's that's my my other thing. It doesn't have to be alarm clock. It could be like a blender. Something that's just impractical, but for your mental health. Yeah. Maybe I would take the blender because then I could take the blades out, the metal blades out, and I could use them as tools. But then I would also maybe just keep the glass of the blender as like this shrine. And I would build stuff around it. And it would be my memory to go home. That's my Wilson. Just a glass piece of a blender. Brilliant. Wow. Boiled down to three things. What do we got? I got the, the comforter, a container for water, and a blender. Plastic container. Aaron, do you have your, do you have your list? I'm thinking I want a good knife, like a really, really good knife that'll hold its edge as long as possible. And if not, still be rugged. So it's going to have to be half flat, half serrated at the bottom. So like a really good hunting, camping knife. And I'm sure there's section, there's that camping section at Target. So I think that would be number one. I think number two is I would absolutely want to have a book, a survivalist book. So I'd probably go to the book section at Target and find like i don't know if i'm going for like worst case scenario like like worst you know those worst case survivor handbooks but something of like 
So you want to like, like, I'm sure there's like stranded Island for dummies book. Cause they feel like there's one of all those, like find something like that. Yeah. I think there is one. I think my dad had one that I would peruse. I think if I had the book, I would pull like a, I would look at it and be like, I don't need that book. And then I would yeah. just try to <laughs> tough it out. I would just be like, eh. it would be like six months in before I cracked the book. And I'm like really sick. Cause I ate some weird plant. Right. <laughs> and then I'd be like, oh, okay, now I got to read the book. And then I think the last thing I'm going to cheat a little bit, but the last thing I want to do is like a, a stovetop burner kit where it has a open flame with a little butane canister, but I'm a little worried that'll run out. So my cheat is like that with some matches or that with a lighter, like I'll find a set that has that all in there with like, a, a, if, if, if I can't do that, then I would just get like weather proof matches or lighter, like with the refill butane thing. Something I'd have to look around and see what's like you know, a bulk amount of it. Cause I'm kind of thinking about distilling water. Like I got to imagine the plastic wrap that everything's in. I can use as some stuff, but like, part of me was like, get a life straw. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, that filters it. They get bacteria out, but let's imagine there's flowing water and it's like fine. So yeah. Okay. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do like a fire starter of some sort, like maybe a flint, like one of those flint things that you can hit against. And it's just like kind of an endless amount of sparks. There you go. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do the knife and I'm going to do the book. More practical. Which I'm realizing we're answering the question of what we would bring, but not how much was our price. So, you know, less important. Well, I think that what you're bringing and you can figure out the comfort level you can accomplish based on the three things and then how much it'll cost you based on mm. what, based on the tools you have. That's using the old noodly doodly. I love using a noodle. Yeah. Okay. My three things are a toothbrush, strike anywhere matches and a Swiss army knife. Ooh, Swiss. With the teensy tiny scissors, because I love them so much. They're so cute. But like a good Swiss Army knife. You know what I mean? Not one of those shitty ones. <laughs> the scissors are important. They got to still be cute. They it, like, like practicality is important, but we still got to be fashionable on this island. You never know who's going to show up to save you. Yeah. If like a kind of like handsome strangers also wash ashore. That's my <laughs> tactic is like, do you want to see something adorable? Yeah. <laughs> my knife is cute. A toothbrush too. So your teeth affect everything. Your digestion, your like teeth are very, very important. And they I think are, it's easy to neglect. Yeah. I just feel like I'm like, I'm, I'm giving like, they're going to do what they're going to do. Two years. Maybe I'm not in GMOs. They just like, they're better now. Maybe my teeth get stronger. <laughs> I'm non on like bones and stuff. Maybe they just adjust to the, to the, to the climate. More sun. Do you think you'll catch anything that has bones in it? I think eventually there's got to be a boar or something there. Oh, you can use that as like a toothpick. You better hope you're not stuck on an island with boar on it. Oh, those boars will come and eat your ass so fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you want like little little pygmy goats. Pygmy goats. Maybe that's what's there. If you can raise the boar from childhood, do you think they would still be aggressive towards you? Mm, good question. Maybe I just can take all the boar children and then I can raise them to be my boar friends. Army? My boar army, yeah. So then when they rescue you after two years, they come to the island and just see you running around with an army of boars in a cape? Yeah. I did see this guy who, like, raised an alligator from the time, or he saved it or something, an alligator or a crocodile, and he had it for, like, 20 years as his pet, and they were, he would, like, swim with it and everything, and they were, like, the best of boys. They would hang out all the time. They were sick. Um, so, I, yeah, I think you could get this boar army thing off the ground if you really, really tried that's my first step when I get there is like, where are the boar children and how can I train them and like get them to all come to me? But then it's like, how do I keep, I'm going to have to like 
keep stealing the boar babies for two years. And that's very risky. Yeah. How do you acquire them? Are you going to kill their parents? No, I don't think I would like to kill the parents because I, I, well, also something about me is that I don't eat meat. So I don't like I wouldn't be like killing. That's over. The moment you hit that island, you're done being a vegan, Lindsay. Yeah, no. Well, let's get serious. <laughs> yeah, you're on an island for two years. You're going to be like, you know, I'm still I'm still pescatarian. Like I, I would don't. be living on like <laughs> bananas and coconuts for like two months and then be like, I don't I can't do it anymore. You know what I mean? Like unless I could find some, you know, some kidney beans on the island. You never know. Like if you're sitting on the shore and a like fish washes up and you're starving, are you just going to look at a leaf and think "Hmm, salad? No, no, you're eating the fish. All calories. Well, I probably won't eat animals I find dead because I feel like they probably are like sick with something. No, it's it's alive. It's healthy. It is washed up on shore. What you saw is you looked out past the bay and a dolphin jumped up in the air and a fish jumped in the air and the dolphin did a flip and whacked it with its tail all the way onto land the fish is now unconscious i'm like i catch it actually it lands right on your little tiny scissors and it dies on the spot (laughs) okay if it landed on my scissors as i was like showing it to my imaginary friend then yeah i probably eat that fish see i want some kind of arc on the island like i want not like an arc like a boat but like i want uh like a story arc like i want there to be like you're like you don't you don't want there to be a boar no i want there to be like a serious boar some like one that's kind of running the shit and my whole sort of two-year arc is me versus the boar like life of pie it's like the tiger on the boat is like your boar on the island exactly and like every sort of every time i'm kind of gathering water getting something i'm constantly at ends with this boar and it's whether or not i can survive to beat it and then that's the book that you write after. Oh, it is. Yes. And your book is called Don't Bore Me. <laughs> it's true. Or My Boring Adventure. Yes. Yeah, there you there go. You go. There we go. We're, <laughs> we're riffing here, guys. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait, wait. So you would rather compete to become the alpha boar rather than earn the alpha boar's acceptance? Oh, my God. Then all the yeah, boar yeah, women yeah, are yeah, going to no. be like, I love you, Chang. And you'll be like, stop. Ew. No, you want you, boar women. You want that like whole year. You're like that scene, you know, like in the have you guys seen the gray when he has yes. to like fight the wolves and you like are you're like taping like shards of glass to a stick like you want that scene. You want that yeah. in your in your whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then it's also going to make the whole trip interesting. It gives you a, a reason to survive. If you're just like chilling, I guess like survival itself is a reason to survive. But if you have an arch enemy, which is a wild creature and he's like cool looking, he's got like a scar on his face or something like that's now we're now we're kicking. You're like in your cave strategizing. You have like a stick on the wall and you're like, okay, this tree over here, we're going to go around here and then we're going to hide behind this rock. Exactly. That's what the French call a raison d'être. There you go. A A reason to live. A reason to be. (laughs) A reason to be. Wait, wait. Okay. So what's our price? Oh yeah. I forgot that part of the game. I know exactly how much. You do? Yeah. 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 Okay. Let's have it. $2 million. Whoa. How'd you get to that? Two million? Oh, I'm thinking of like how much money is that going to be lost in that time period versus how much like anguish and stuff and coming back. Like I want to be able to come back. We're quickly flipping this story 
because this is only in the news for like so long, but this flips into a story, a book, and everything real fast. We need like editors. I need to hire a social media manager. Like I need to get like all the hit the ground running right away. Maybe there's a new app out that I got to get on. Like it's we're we're hitting the ground running immediately, investing this money back in my career, flipping this into like a one-time great product like a book, and then investing that into a long-term business where maybe we're selling survival kits, something to keep it going. Yep, yep. You're buying that island and you're making a tourist trap destination at that island. Really, the first person I call when I get back is my manager. That's the first person I call. I would normally I would call like my sister or something, but it's like, no, no, no. I get my manager on the phone. I go, listen, we got a I got a sick script and we're going to crank it out. We got a limited time. that This is going to be hot news and, and we got to get working on this right away. OK, so two million for you. So you clearly woke up this morning decisive. So congratulations. <laughs> I got to say, I'm a little bit worried about like the medical aspect of this, like coming back and having to like, I might need to have so, have some sort of surgery, some sort of, you know, limb replacement. I just really want to be prepared for the medical bills. Oh, yeah. You guys are American. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I'm like, yeah, it's free healthcare in Canada. I don't need to worry about any of that stuff. Nope. Like $2 million would not even start to cover the medical bills. I'm sure that you would have after I, in America. But the thing is like the Americans are the ones who want to get along with the Boers. This is all flip. Mm. Well, I actually was going to try to steal, steal the children, steal all the Boer children. So really not assimilating, but stealing the community of another and making it your own. It seems very American. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Colonizing. <laughs> and then I also, you know, that's missing out on two years of work. That's uh, missing out on two years of like building any sort of whatever. But then I also do want to be supported and like, my, like maybe I come back and I'm like, I only want to sell reusable products because I saw how bad pollution can be or something like that. And so then I would want to have something that would financially support me in that business endeavor. And also just like the therapy, you know, I'd probably want to spend like a month at some sort of like detoxing place where I could just have like be, be therapized every single day to really get through my trauma. So I'm going to say $4 million. I think $4 million feels good. I actually didn't know <laughs> what I wanted to wear today, but I wanted to see what you guys tried on and maybe tried on too. And Lindsay's fits hmm, to the T. Oh, so you're going Forsky. I'm going to do Forsky. I just, that, that, that general idea. But let's let's take a look at what our listeners said they would have to be paid. Trip says $1.25 million and said, at first, this sounded like a vacation, but I think I'd get bored. Would want some entertainment. I'd bring a solar panel. Yes, they sell the, these online. Whoa. A smart TV and a Swiss Army knife. So I actually had some tools. What are you going to watch on the smart TV, though? I guess you're connected to the internet. But if you're connected to the internet. There's no internet out there. There's no internet. It's a it's a desert island situation. Let trip dream. <laughs> <laughs> Mark said $455,000 and said, am I alone? Do I get visitors? Really, either is fine, but I'd want more if I'm stuck with someone. My three items are sunscreen, a knife set, <laughs> and seasoning for cooking. Mark. Wow. Mark's imagining some real hunting. Here's the thing is, if I could get visitors, I would charge less. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if I would rather do it alone or with someone. Being alone, I feel like that's how you go crazy, crazy. Yeah, but I might murder the person I'm with. But it also help is nice. Help would be nice, you know, somebody to hold up, you know, you could really build a sort of structure. Hey, Lindsay, have I ever told you you remind me of an angel? You actually have many times. Oh, well, that's really nice of me. But I wasn't talking about you just now. You know who reminds me of an angel? Gabriel. And Gabriel's also one of our listeners who sent in the next question. Oh, <laughs> wow. Gabriel. Good one. Okay, here's our question submitted by Gabriel. What is your price 
to spend a night in a cemetery. Mm, I'm not a big, like, believer in spooky things. Like, I think spooky things do happen, but I'm not like, it's ghosts or whatever. I don't mess with spooky stuff. I'm not one to jump on a Ouija board, but I'm like, also like, nah, I'm just like hanging out, you know? So you're saying you're scared of ghosts, but you don't believe in ghosts. I'm saying I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Do you stay away from Ouija boards due to a fear of what may happen? Or do you stay away from them because they're stupid? I see that people touch Ouija boards. Things start going bad. Now, does that mean ghosts are real? Not necessarily. We don't have a cause and effect here. We don't know what the outcome is. I just see something happening. I'm like, nah, I can leave that out of my life, all right? Um, but That is so fair. The staying in the cemetery, honestly, doesn't seem like a big issue to me. Hang out in the cemetery. Yeah, same. I think I would charge because it's more I'm sleeping outside. You're, like, forcing me to camp in, like, an unsavory location. Do I think anything's going to happen to me? No. And also, if I am so uncomfortable or if I get in my own head, I'm probably just going to stay up the whole night. And then it's just you're just there for uh, for an overnight. You just are up for 24 hours. It's just like a bad night's sleep and it's damp. Yeah. So, like, I think mostly charging for that, I'm going to say, like, do that. So, okay, two questions for you. Number one, would you buy it if Nintendo made a licensed Luigi board? Luigi board. Would I buy a Luigi? (laughs) Is that, did you just come up with that right now? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Look, I got to laugh, everyone. um, Would I buy it? Uh, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Luigi as is, so that's not going to be enough to sell me. But I, so I would say no. But it would be more tempting than just the regular Ouija. Maybe it would get it from my nieces or something. I'd be like, hey, you guys mess around with this. Let me know if anything happens. I'll use them as like test subjects. You know what I would buy is a is a squeegee board where it's kind of like those sand things where you do designs, but you can do a sort of like squeegee meditative design on a board. I would do a squeegee board. Ooh. Okay. I like that. I'm squeegeeing. Sounds great. I would do a BG board and it's all staying alive lyrics and you get to remix it with ghost friends yeah yeah the ghost part of it really sold it for me in the end and it, they would just keep taking you back to staying alive and it would start to be really charming because like oh ghosting alive and then it would get fucking scary when you're like oh they're warning you that we're gonna kill you they're like staying alive and you're trying to stay alive and maybe they want to still be alive also i just don't like the concept of a ouija board that you're calling dead people it's like, like bro i chill. died just let them chill man it's like dude They've you're, you're asking rest. me yeah, yeah yeah you're asking me to do stuff after i'm dead like bro come on totally fair wait wait Sorry, I know you're our guest, but I'm 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 honing on Lindsay for a second. Lindsay, you are the ghost of the machine. You're the ghost in the machine. You're the ghost on the machine. You're a ghost. You're toast. You love ghosts the most. How do you feel about this whole cemetery thing? Plot twist, Che. I'm a ghost. <laughs> no, I'm a living person as far as I know. I have a couple of friends who are mediums, and I've been to a couple of seances. Now... It has made me realize that usually if, you know, if human disease people, deceased people are trying to connect with 
alive people, they usually don't mean any harm. They're just trying to send a message and they can't really hurt you. So that's a comfort. Also, there's a place in Los Angeles called Hollywood Forever Cemetery that is a big, beautiful cemetery where they do events regularly. Like they have movies that they show there. They have events. They have like all of the stuff that's out there in the middle of a cemetery. And I've been to it many times for different kinds of events and I've never felt any amount of ick or creep there. So no creep means you'd sleep? No creep? I'd sleep. Yeah, I think it would be kind of fun. I mean, I wouldn't want to do it a lot. Like the idea of sleeping outside sounds unappealing to me. So I would want to like do a little like glamp moment where I'd want to have, you know, possibly a sort of small yurt and, you know, a nice, a really nice bed, maybe like a meal and like a nice bottle of wine and a friend and just really like... Make a night have out a of little, it. Make a little, a little cemetery glamp. Sounds like it yeah. could be kind of fun. I mean, I, I would really only be charging for the glamping setup. I could hire a little service that would make a little moment for me to sleep overnight. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to say to do that probably would cost like $4,000. That's fair. That's, I mean, that's a reasonable price. You're going to be sleeping anyways. I'm just like, I don't want to do it. So when you get to me do something I don't want to do, you got to you got to cough up the cash. But think about that the fire content you could get from like nighttime in the cemetery, you know what I mean? See, that's what you think. You think it's going to be fire content, but my audience doesn't consume ghost content. So I put out a ghost video, it bombs, and then I spent a night in a cemetery for nothing. But what if there's sexy ghosts and you're like, whoa, that ghost has nice boobs. That is true. They would love that. They would love that content. Actually, there are many celebrities who claim to have had sex with multiple ghosts. No. Joy Behar from what's her show? The View says that she has had sex with multiple ghosts, not just one ghost, but many different ghosts and they never got her pregnant. <laughs> and that's a clarification that she had to make. You're saying that Joyce um, fucks phantoms? Joy Behar uh, fucks ghosts and does not get knocked up by them. She does she just does not get pregnant. The ghosts are either using protection or they have a great pullout game. That's kind of what's going on with these ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> and we know what the baby would look like. It'd be that like ghost baby Baratheon thing from Game of Thrones, right? It would just be. I'm assuming it would be like Danny Phantom. That's what I assume it would be like. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it would have the ability to go ghost. Ooh, smart. I like that. Listeners, go uh, coital with the, the coolies. Bang a ghost. Why not? It's a real good, like, no strings attached, a little supernatural, a little, like, maybe that's how you find out what you like. You can't get more strings unattached than someone who's literally a ghost like you're ghosted in the process of the whole thing yeah it's like i don't need to talk to you you're dead dude you're getting boned and ghosted at the same time we're doing merch line some point of like great quotes and i feel like quote bang a ghost why not is definitely a front runner now (laughs) so thank you for that you get one of these emojis on it just why not (laughs) and it's just it's like a casper ripoff yeah like hot casper Ooh, i'll say 1200 bucks 200 bucks for some supplies, a little camp, camping setup, go to REI, just get a couple of little things. Maybe I'll go over to REI. I'll get one of those like foil sleeping baggy thing, uh, blanket things, and I'll get a nice like little rollout mat and I'll sleep under the stars. And not that that happens in LA, but well, technically it is you're sleeping over the stars in LA because at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery, the stars are buried there. Good one. (laughs) And then a thousand bucks for my time. I just like, I don't want to do it either. It's wild that you guys 
are so much more affordable for the cemetery, but I but I was more affordable for the the desert island. Like I'm like you're not getting me in a cemetery for like like less than five figures. There's no way I'm not getting in there and sleeping. The fact that it's just like two years, long time. That's gonna cost you, but a single night, like, yeah. What's the worst that could happen? Look, the worst case scenario is that there's a creepy person who tends to the graveyard and they've been waiting for this opportunity. They were actually helping to finance this whole thing and they got you there just so in the middle of the night you're sleeping and you wake up and you hear and you just like see this old oak door open over by a mausoleum and out comes a spooky man. Oh, that was a door sound. That was a good door sound. That, that was, was very good. good. That was good. I'm convinced. And he just walks up to you and he smells your left nostril and you wake up to that. Oh, that's really close to your mouth. He smells your left nostril and you wake up to that. And then he looks at you and just takes a single needle for sewing and puts it in your eyeball. <gasps> that's legitimately very bad. I did not expect the needle in the eye. That's yeah, definitely. awful. If I'm if I'm getting needle in the eye, I think my price goes up from forty grand. I'm gonna say that you're not. I'm just I just I'm an honest person. You said what's the worst that can happen? That came to mind. <laughs> I just it came to mind. Just spitballing. He's just spitballing. Let's talk about what our listeners had to say. So Earl said twenty two hundred dollars and said I do not like ghosts. Ghosts are scary, but for one month's rent, I will tough it out and maybe bring a friend or two. That's how brutal living conditions are right now. That's how unaffordable rent and housing is. I would sleep with ghosts for a month of rent. Yeah. I get that. Jacob put 80 dineros. Said, this doesn't sound so bad. I'd bring a tent to protect from wildlife. But other than that, this sounds fine to me. He like wants money for the Uber there and back and maybe some snacks. That's it. All right. Well, before we go to the next question, we're going to just do a little tiny little segue. Get on your little motor scooter and go putt putt. We're just going to do a quick uh, little plug here. Thank everybody for sticking around. Shay, we're having fun with you. Hope you're... You're having the best time of your whole life. Oh, yeah. Having a great time. Yeah. So we just want to do our little shout out to everyone. Thank you all for sending all these great questions to remind you to please do the polls, do your questions, keep on playing. We really like hearing all your guys' ideas and answers and everything and send us questions you come up with. So that's over at humanvaluespodcast.com. And of course, if you want to help us just be spread the gospel, help evangelize the, the cause for Lindsay. Do it for me. Share, rate, review, share it with your friends. And uh, next time you go to Quiznos, share it with the counter person. Love it. All right, Lindsay, next question. What is your price to yell Wakanda forever every time you fart? Now, this is this for the rest of my life? Yeah. Well, that's what I, the, the yelling, like if I, I could be like Wakanda forever, which is basically just announcing to whoever's in the room. Like I've, that's not a yell, but you got to yell it. You got to yell it. Like yeah. you have to yell it. That's a declaration, Lindsay. You got to, you got to, but remember the average human farts 13 to 21 times a day. Yeah. So, so I'm uh, so it's almost like you have Tourette's now is basically what you're essentially. Yeah. 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 Um, now for something like that, let's say here, I got to do a little math. We got to figure out what the reasoning is, because also I have to figure out how this would change my life, because to me right now, not looking good. Yeah. Why are you farting a lot? Is that what you're saying, Lindsay? No, I'm saying if it does happen, I don't need to announce to the world yelling that I've just done it. Also, like a white woman running around yelling Wakanda, yelling forever, Wakanda forever is like, uh, I don't know, might raise an eyebrow. 
Yeah. You have to have your bean and cheese burrito right before you go see this new Black Panther movie, Lindsay, and then just let loose in there. Just be a super fan. That's, I think, of the worst possible situation. If if people think uh, that a white woman went into a, like a launch of, of Wakanda forever and was yelling it uh, sarcastically, like, <gasps> yeah, oh, oh, dude, you're fucking, you're viral after that. You're on the front page of Reddit. You're Banned. Done. Canceled. That's it canceled dude say goodbye to human values Lindsay. you're done you're done after this one yep that's it i'm not i feel like i'm not farting that much i feel like my farts under control pretty pretty good but i do fart outside every now and again especially in new york because new york's a loud and stinky city so you can kind of fart whenever you want blends right in do you remember the last time you farted do I remember the last time I farted? I definitely farted today. Well, yeah, probably, yeah. But I can't remember, like, I couldn't give you, like, a time slot. I can't either. I was just, just curious if you could. Oh, yeah, but I definitely farted a few times today, for sure. So there'll be a few yells right there. Uh, and I do live in an, an apartment, uh, and my neighbors are, are fairly close. Like, sometimes I can hear them rustling on the other side of the wall. So Oof. so they're going to hear me yelling Wakanda forever. Like, Do I, you need me to explain to you what they're really doing? Do you think they're banging? I think it's a single guy. I hear him watching football sometimes. Oof. Wait, wait, wait. This raised more questions than answered. So a single guy is wrestling frequently next rustling. door? Rustling. Rustling. Oh! Yeah. I thought you said my neighbors are wrestling. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, that means they're just doing it. And you're like, well, it's one guy. And I'm like, what kind of Shyamalan twist was that story? No, I didn't say they were wrestling. My neighbors are wrestling. They're just... God, yeah, I thought you said wrestling. I'm like... Real quick. Yeah, like, I yeah, see yeah. them throwing their singlets every now and again, and they're just like, they're just fucking... They're, they're... I just love this visual of you just, like, listening to your neighbors banging, and you're seeing there being like, oh, oh, he got him. Okay, good oh, for nice him. He, he, he got a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, uh, there's two of them, and you're like, no, it's just one. And you're like, the other one has been dead for 30 years. Yeah, but he just does it still just uh, in memory of them. So it's not ready to move on yet. But yeah, and it would be like, I think I'm going to have to sell this as like I have Tourette's. Like I'm going to be like in every sort of job interview, every interaction, I'm telling people like, hey, yeah, I have Tourette's. I yell Wakanda forever. Uh, and I'm like, I'm, it's just my take. It, I saw the movie and it fucking that just took over and that's me now. So like I have to sell it like that. But now I'm basically taking on this thing i'm needing like an annual fee for this like i'm basically thinking about like how many years do i have left for the rest of my life what would i want like is guaranteed pay for the rest of my life to endure this for me wakanda forever not the worst thing to yell no there are way worse things you could yell of i think of all the things it's not definitely not a bad thing kind of a fun thing i think that there's a way given the right amount of money i could kind of you know not having to go to a job because that would make things a little bit weird at work. But I also, as a woman, I don't fart. I haven't yet in my life. I assume one day I will. And I don't know where and when it'll happen. So that might be even more stressful. for you. Yeah, the fear of like, when will my first fart happen? So I think I have to find a way to cloister myself away should I have the fear that it could, ha- it could happen. So I'm going to need, I'm gonna need uh, some sort of home. I gotta have a, I gotta have a place and enough funding to know that if I that I don't have to work if I don't want to. Just Lindsay's soundproof farter dome. Yeah, she has this like fart dungeon or this like fart castle that she can fart in. A fart castle. Aaron, how much are you farting? You a farty guy? You fart infrequently? Fart. 
Fart, bro. I'm fart. I don't do your fart. I fucks with farts. <laughs> Listen, I don't play the flute anymore, but I still toot. This guy's got puns, man. Aaron's, he's... Punny that, boy. That sleeping on top of the stars one, I was like, that's, like, this guy's quick on the puns. I like it. <laughs> yeah, listen, being like that, you don't grow up with a lot of friends, but you definitely know you've given them treats, these strangers, that they'll realize a year later was for them. I'm thinking about getting a stoma, you guys. A stoma? Yeah, everyone go to your computer. This is why I was quiet for the last few minutes. I was checking it out because I want to figure out, you know, if you get the colonoscopy uh, or not colonoscopy, if you get the colon bypass where there's the hole in the side of your abdomen that that, you know, most people get to remove like bowel cancer or like pelvic trauma or abdomen trauma or like something like that. It's an abdominal wall tummy hole pretty much that connects the bowels to the surface of your stomach. So you can have it like a poop bag in it or different things. And usually it's a temporary thing when you've had intestinal surgery or removal. And I'm sitting here thinking, okay, G Dr. Google, would that work? And Dr. Google says, once you have a stoma, there's only two options for gas. Has it come out of your stoma or out of your mouth? And I'm thinking, all right, I'll live with that. I'd rather have a little tiny hole in my stomach with a little poop bag than be six foot three Jewish white male screaming Wakanda forever everywhere I go. It is too much trouble. And look, Jews are back on the chopping block this month. I just <laughs> I don't need it. You're going with the whole game plan here. You're like, I'm willing to completely change my life. I'll get a colostomy bag and then I'm on to uh, I'm on to a different living style. And a lot of people, there's a lot of people living like that. And then you're getting a big payday out of it too. So I think you're you're working smarter, not harder on this one. I don't know if that's true because I have poop and gas and everything coming out of the side of my stomach. Mm. But well, you could just like date other colostomy cuties. Okay, first of all, <laughs> I will, and I will do that as my search filter on the Ballsack app. <laughs> yes. And I like how you had a coin for them, the colostomy cuties, like they're a band <laughs> or something. Oh, we're ready. The Stoma Stunners. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Stoma Ma. <laughs> um, I'm going to say $1.4 million. And that's mostly to cover the procedure because I don't think surgery will want me to get um, an aesthetic stoma. So that'll probably be a whole thing. Um, and then maintenance of it. And then health issues that come from it. No, I'm going to say 1.8. $1.8 million because just a lifetime of maintaining the stoma or getting whatever procedures in the future could be good for it. I got to imagine maybe there's a way to do like a one-way valve where it's just for gas. But you know what? I want I want to be sitting there and I'll be like, yeah, that's right. The side of my stomach just released a noxious gas. Okay. I am saying I'm doing the math right now. Oh, you're like writing this out. You're doing some real long division. Yeah. Because I'm thinking if I... I'm looking about like how much do I want to get paid for this for the next foreseeable future. And we're looking at uh, $3.5 million. That's uh, $70,000 a year. So then I have like a working salary um, basically covered for the rest of my life. I thought 50 a year at first, but then I was like, I got to account for inflation. So if I'm making something that would be the equivalent of 70. Was that a fart <laughs> joke? Oh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I'm not as quick on the buns as you, buddy. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I'm saying I'm saying uh, 3.5 million, 3.5 million. That's equal to $70,000 a year. That's I feel like enough to cover the inconvenience of having to yell that all the time. Yeah, that's fair. $70,000 a year for 50 years. So assuming I live to 80 years old. 
you're going to make money, by the way, either either big petroleum is going to want to come after you to sponsor this. Just a guess, you know, but the mm-hmm. other thing is like Marvel's going to want to be a part of this. I think they would. They would want to be a part of my Wakanda Web Forever Tourette's uh, Tourette's in quotations. They don't know it's not Tourette's. It's all about how you sell it. It's all about stuff. I'm not farting that much. But I do like the fear of having to yell Wakanda forever more than once is so scary to me that I would want to know I have a safe place to go and do that, you know, a soundproof home. So I'm going to say $4 million. Stanley Tucci, that is a lot of money. (laughs) Don't (laughs) say his name in vain. Did you guys watch that uh, Stanley Tucci show where he's walking around Italy eating? I love it. I love that show so much. I love Stanley Tucci. I love his show. Are you like a, a Stanley Tucci stan? Oh, I'm a, I'm a little, I'm a tooch. Wait, would t- you be, would you be stoked if Stanley Tucci sent you a left nipple armpit photo on Ballsack? Oh, yeah. Oh, he doesn't even have to do that. Like, I'm already in. I'm already sold on You're the You're in on the tooch. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't know that there was this many diehard Stanley Tucci people. I thought Stanley Tucci just kind of floated through life, but there's some stands. Oh, yeah. I'm a stand stand. Big stands of Stanley Tucci, man. The stand stands, the Tucci's out there. We hope that you guys are just like consuming and drinking up his, his content. You can watch a show on CNN. We are not sponsored by him. This is just free Stucci. Okay, I want you guys to know what some of our listeners had to say. So you want to hear about Roger or Diana or Diane? I don't know how to say it. Roger. He's only 5'8", Stanley Tucci. Love that. Love a short king. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm looking at his fucking... No, it's all all fine. Thank you for interrupting Tell us what Roger said. (laughs) Excuse me. Interrupting each other with absolute nonsense is the core of this roger said three million dollars and said is it like an ocd compulsion to say this once i fart this sounds really terrible also i'd feel very awkward if i farted around a black man it's the one of the worst parts of it there's a part of me that wants to tell like roger this is rough i like i'm glad you said it but now i know your price to fart around black men mm-hmm. yeah well to fart around them and potentially offend them well i think it's more of the yelling that's upsetting yeah yeah. Okay. Well, instead of calling Roger, um, it's not racist, right? It's just a phobia. Of- I think what he's feeling is is a very legitimate phobia. It's just it's just. It's not uh, really a phobia. <laughs> it's just really manners, basic, very basic compassion. Yeah. Do you guys know Stanley Tucci has five kids? He has five kids. Tell me more. Oh, yeah, five kids. When I see Stanley Tucci, I'm like. You know, that man is procreating all over town. Oh, he, he's out there. He's out there making kids, dude. Stanley Tucci. Oh, Stanley Tucci. Fucks. <laughs> Welcome back to two Tucci's and a lie. Today, we're going to tell you <laughs> two facts about Stanley Tucci and one falsity. And our guest will try and guess which one is uh, which one. All right, here we go. So in 1998, Stanley Tucci killed three women at a resort. True or false? Jesus Christ. If I killed, you mean slayed puss. <laughs> <laughs> then we all know the answer to that. And then it's we know it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking. Oh, you know his sister-in-law is Emily Blunt? No. Yeah, it's his sister-in-law. Cute. Love that. So does that mean his brother-in-law is John Krasinski? So how, what's the, wait, what's the connection? 
Sorry, I'm like deep in Sally Tucci's <laughs> Wikipedia right now. It's fine. We'll be right back to Tucci Coochie Coo okay, after this. So word. his wife is Felicia Blunt, who is Emily Blunt's sister. Wow, there you go. Boom. Felicia Blunt out there with Stanley Tucci. So Diane said $750,000 and said, this would be absolutely hilarious for a few months. And then I'd get so annoyed with this. Let me get a house for this one. Let me get a house for this one. That's funny. Also, I don't know where Diane thinks she's going to get a house for $750,000. Not in Los Angeles. Maybe Diane lives in Wisconsin. Yeah, that's a great place to spend that amount on a house. Did you guys know that Stanley Tucci's first on-camera job was in a Levi's commercial? <laughs> no. Dude, this has been the best part of the pod. I'm, I'm saying this, this Stanley Tucci rip that we're all collectively on. It's been, it's been a good time. It's been a great time. He's Wait, he's written two cookbooks. Oh, my God. He works out five times a week. Tucci has been known to send the internet into a thirst spiral with this charming physique. You know who else is in great shape? The three of us for having played this game and made a bunch of money today. Do you want to know how much each of us spent or would have had to be paid? I'm just really only thinking about Stanley Tucci ripped right now. All right. You guys do your thing. I'll do Lindsay's part for the show usually. So our most amount of money spent on anyone is <clears throat> Lindsay at $8,004,000. This is my impression of Lindsay. Then we have Aaron, who would have had to be paid five million, five point eight million dollars. I'm still doing Lindsay. And then Shay, who would have to have been paid five point five million dollars. Wow, it's like looking in a mirror. I'm the most affordable. I was the most affordable of everyone. That's surprising. I would expect myself to be a little bit more Vediva. Yeah, I'm honestly, I'm shocked. Guys, can I take you back to August fourteenth, two thousand two, for a moment? <laughs> yes. Take us. <laughs> Stanley Tucci on August 14, 2002, was starring in a play by Terrence McNally called Frankie and Johnny with television star Edie Falco. And he yelled at someone after their phone rang, Would you shut your phones off for Christ's sakes? Yelled at the audience in the middle of the play. Can you believe? Can you believe Stanley Tucci standing up for what he believes in, which is the art of acting? He was like, not today. And not today. he stopped down the play and he said, will you shut off your phones for Christ's sake? <gasps> the Lord's name. In vain. He does not look as good with hair. I'm looking at photos of him with hair. Less. He's a bald king. The guy rocks the bald, man. Some people are born to be bald. Do you guys want, should we wrap up the episode or do we keep talking about Stanley Tucci? Let's wrap up the episode. Okay. Che, thank you so much for allowing this insanely long Tucci riff to happen, but also just for, for being here and playing and being so fun to talk to. I'm really, really happy that we got to hang out with you. Thanks for coming to Toochcast. No, I had a very good time. You guys are both awesome. This is a very fun pod. Uh, yeah, no, it was, it was, it, this was great. Do you have anything coming up that you want to talk about? If people want to learn more about Stanley Tucci, where can they find you? Yeah, <laughs> I, I got tons of Tucci stuff that I'm putting out constantly. I got live shows uh, coming up on November 25th, 26th. I'm in Jacksonville, Florida. November 27th, I'm in West Palm Beach. December 7th, I'm in Milwaukee. December uh, 9th and 10th, I'm in Chicago. And December 16th, 17th, and 18th, I'm in San Antonio, Texas. So you can get tickets through chaderena.com or my link in bio. And I'm Chaderena on all social platforms. Oh, and if you want to see any gaming content, it's Little Dinky News on YouTube and Twitch. 
It's a really good Twitch name. Thanks for coming on and talking about Stanley Tucci and Boar Armies. <laughs> no problem. I'll come back and talk about the Tucci anytime. <laughs> we'll have you back for our first episode of our spinoff series, Tucci Coochie Coo. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. Well, Tucci to me and Tucci to you, that was a goobaloo. I don't know what it means, but you're 100% right. It was a goobaloo. It was nothing about a goobaloo. Oh, you know what else is a goobaloo? The way we feel about making this show for you. You know what we love even more? How much all of you guys love playing along? You love it. If you want to join in the fun, run as fast as you can to your nearest browser. Let us know your worth. We're always putting up new questions and polls over at humanvaluespodcast.com. And while you're over there, stick your fingers in that pudding, pull them out, and shout, hey, what's your price to do? Blank. Tell us your own ideas over at humanvaluespodcast.com. Lindsay, go. If you enjoyed today's episode or if you like our show at all, please spread the word. We appreciate it more than we can say. And if you want to throw a little extra love our way, please, for the love of Elton John, leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app. And I don't know, maybe leave a rating while you're there. And maybe we'll choose you for a shout out. Thanks for listening. We're your hosts, Lindsay Hicks. And Aaron Ruben Kearney. Special thanks to our guest this week, Jade Arena. Our lead producer is Rob Goldman. Our producers are Shanti Brooke and Aaron Ruben Corney. Our editor is Andrew Sims. Our engineer is Jason Portizo. And our music is by Omer Bensvi. All information, research, and advice shared on today's episode was expressed for entertainment purposes only. Statements provided by the Human Values host, production team, and guests should not be taken as professional advice or fact. Human Values is a human content production. Thank you.